Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the fifth episode of Bruisers. Today, I was joined in studio with Phil and Angie from Byway. Uh, Phil is the taproom manager slash GM, and Angie does all of their marketing and uh, dabbles in some events. Awesome group to talk to. I both I met both of them a couple months ago, and we just hit it off uh, splendidly. And it was a, it was awesome. I was looking. I've been looking forward since the beginning of the season to having them in. We talk about the inception of Byway. We talk about how they're uh, the, where they're going in the future, um, how important uh, their events are uh, to their lifeblood, and just the kind of what to look out for in the in, uh, when it comes to the events coming up because they have a lot of really cool stuff. Um, so. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Phil and Angie from Byway. I guess we can just kind of jump into the Byway side of it, but cool. um, when did, uh, so you guys have both worked there since the beginning? Yeah. Yes. So. We've actually known each other. We've been family friends since we were in like grade school. Mm-hmm. Our parents have always been really close and family friends. Um, but we both, I mean, we're quite a few years apart, if I do say so myself. But yeah. we, we I'm, both, I'm younger. Yeah. <laughs> we both went to school for hospitality and tourism at Purdue, just, you know, like six years apart pretty much. And, yeah, we've been with them since the very beginning. And Phil does an awesome job of managing the entire tap room and a ton of other yeah, things. Yeah. And I do our marketing and sales and festivals, things like that. It's so. Awesome. It's a full family business. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do, we, you know, her and I do a lot of different things that probably wouldn't necessarily be in our job description, but, you know, we kind of do whatever it takes to, you know, to make, make sure the brewery runs. And, uh, and I think it does, you know, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of fun doing it. And I think we've learned a lot doing it too. Uh, sure. With it. So, uh, how did that college degree help you guys out with this? That RHIT. Uh, yeah. Well, HTM actually. Oh, is it HTM? HTM switched to HTM. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it helped. Obviously, it, it absolutely did help. You know, some of our classes. Uh, but I, I still think uh, on on the job experience is what really made me learn uh, the most. You know, that's that's invaluable in itself. Just dealing with people and different scenarios. You know, I don't think they really necessarily teach you that. Um, you know, I think you. Yeah, you know, there's definitely you know like a customer will say something you're not going to learn how to deal yeah, with that. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> book on that. Sometimes people are pretty irrational yeah. about things. You're like, um, I need to go look at my book really yeah. quick and then yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. No, it's like not like that. People, man. So yeah. you know, but no, it's been fun. You know, it's. It's, it's it's a family business um you know there's it's three of them uh my dad uh, bronco uh, angie's dad dave and then uh tom and um you know they still got their full-time jobs they uh um they're they're at the brewery when they can be when they're not working um but they entrust us to to run the business um along with our uh, our chef brian and then our brewer patrick so and i think we do a pretty good job with them mm-hmm. hell yeah i know you guys are going on year three mm-hmm. right of, mm-hmm. of being in existence and so mm-hmm. for people who are unfamiliar with the story of the byway inception how does that come about uh, want to take that so <laughs> Angie won't take it, so I will. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so like uh, Angie said, her dad and my dad uh, have been friends for a while, you know, now probably going on close to 30 years. And, um, you know, I, I went to, uh, I graduated from Purdue uh, back in 2006. Uh, when did you graduate? 
2012. 2012 mm. and everything. And, and, and this is always, you know, her dad's been a, a, a home brewer for 25 uh, plus years. Uh, probably around 20. But I remember, you know, when I was younger, he would come home from home brewing and, and you know, I'd be a kid and he'd be like, oh, smell this beer. And I, I don't, you know, I didn't know anything about beer when I was like eight. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, it smells really hoppy. I didn't yeah, even like know what that word well, yeah. meant. But it was just like hearing him talk about it all the time. And he was like always bringing me around their like brewing system and the parties they would have. So I was always around yeah. it. Like Brew my Palooza entire, yeah, yeah. We would have this huge party at our house for like hundreds of people. And I mean, I was constantly around it, but I didn't really, you know, it, it was just me being a kid, you know, anything he told me, it went in one ear and out the other. Sure. But when I finally started getting into the, into this aspect of the industry, I've always been in the restaurant and hospitality industry since I was 16. Um, but then I really started to dive into the beer aspect of it and you know I really love it but um, yeah so it came from him starting to homebrew and then Bronco had experience and um, owning restaurants and yeah. so he owned Amore before, so he owned Amore right? before he was part owner in that and I, I was the GM of the place um, and I, I've been working in uh, the restaurant industry now for what 14 plus years now no way yeah so I know so before right? out of college Bef- yeah before out of college I started working in the industry and uh, I, I I loved it I don't know why but I loved it you know I, you know the fast pace always something new going on um you know late hours actually i I liked it i'm a night guy so um you know dave and my dad like we said were were good friends and i think they probably started talking about this what probably 2013 2014 yeah probably Uh, 2013 yeah Yeah. i started talking about hey let's let's we want to do a brewery you know um you know we got the food side got the beer side you know that'll be a perfect marriage uh with it so they they started working it out and we had a, a couple different sites that we were looking at mm-hmm. and those fell through while well, the city of Hammond came to us and uh, had a, a, a plot of land where um, you know the Kennedy Park apartments were and and uh, said hey we, we want you to develop this you know we want we would love a brewery here in Hammond and uh, that's where, where we got started so we broke ground July of 2015 crazy and uh, yeah and uh, open February of 2016 so and man it's been a it's been a ride since so. hell yeah and 20 yeah. years of home brewing experience is it's a, a ton it's a lot that's mm-hmm. a ton I think most commonly it's like a year and a half two yeah, years right? and people are jumping in you know so right. what we've seen from that is how much the brewing industry just has changed in those you know 20 years you know right. so what you know Dave might have been brewing back then might not be you know what's in style now and that's where we've we've had to adapt we've learned you know you can't just you know have your your, your basic oatmeal porter or your your um, golden ale you know you need to think outside the box and you know New England's are big now um, different variants with uh, um, fruited beers, fruited beers. yeah so and that's where we're you know I, I We've seen a lot of much of our success is you know kind of experimenting on our, our three barrel system. So well, I think I was in there last Friday, which I think is the date. I don't even know because yeah. like this, <laughs> someone will listen to this like six months from now, and it'll be like last Friday. So August, we'll say fifteenth, seventeenth, somewhere in there. And like your beer list, <clears throat> and every time I've been in there, it seems to be expanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are doing more and more stuff. More and more stuff. We got twelve beers on tap at any given time, um, and we're always switching it out. Like we, we do a lot of stuff on our pilot system. Our mainstays. We always do on obviously in the big system, the twenty barrel system, um, but our uh, uh, you know 
you know beers that we we want to experiment with always doing the three barrel system we just came out with the strawberry hefeweizen with lactose kind of a smoothie s style um, awesome it, it's people cool. are gonna love that people are gonna love that you know um it's it's got a little tartness you know for people that like that you know so it appeases to sour people and then it's got the sweetness towards the back end where um you know uh, people that want something a little sweeter will really enjoy it and it's a nice creamy mouthfeel on that it's a nice it's a nice easy drinking end of summer beer and that was mm-hmm. kind of our goal with that right yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you guys start the brewery. I'm going to rewind a little bit back and try to get to like the more cr- chronological side of it. Sure. Yeah. You guys get to like the brewery and now you said 20, 2015? 2015 mm-hmm. we broke ground. Okay. So, yeah. And then so like what's that process like? How's that first six months? Oh, is, wow. it, is it, it fun? Is hell. it yeah, hell? It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, sucked. it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh I mean it was gosh. delay after delay after delay. I mean we were supposed to open in November uh, I believe of uh, 2015 and that well shoot we were supposed to break ground before July of 2015 and, and then when we finally broke ground it was like oh November 2015 and like well that's not going to happen it'll be December and you know before we know it you know it's uh, we're in January and we finally got our system in place and that's when they commissioned it so we only had about three weeks to to brew some beer up and get it out to the public when we opened in February you know um you know we we you know, every day that you're not open is money that you're losing. So, sure. So we, we, you know, we had open and we, we know um, what our faults were when we did open. Um, and uh, with that, I think we've improved. We listen to our consumer. Um, you have to, and you know, to what people want. And, you know, from that, I, I think our beer has consistently gotten much better. Oh, yeah. So what were some of those complaints initially? Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, just lack of style. Um, mm-hmm. You know, beer was thin. You know, just boring beers. Nothing. Right. You know, nothing creative. Mm-hmm. Ask. You know, they weren't. They weren't bad beers per se. They were just. It was kind of like what you would expect maybe in early 2000 right. you know, like run in the mill I run guess. in the mill you know beers and everything mm-hmm. that you know people will have on their menu but they're not going to be you know your your doors really? aren't busting down yeah. because of these beers you <laughs> right. know uh, let me get that golden ale i can't wait to try that gold blast you know all i heard they just canned it up you know people aren't going and you know we know that so but those beers do appease uh you know appeal to people and and you have to have them on the menu you know our gold blast golden ale is our uh second best selling beer that we have when it's on you know besides our shy pa um you know we get a lot of introductory craft beer drinkers and uh hey you know i i like miller light coors light you know what can i what can i drink you know like well we got a beer for you they love it you know mm-hmm. we we sell you know the four packs to go uh, of it and we we sell a ton, a ton of it on draft so um it, it does well for us well that's so. an interesting perspective of it right because mm-hmm. there's a lot of those times where people are getting introduced into it and it doesn't feel like it should anymore but yeah, people are right? still every day right every day right. so with those hotels, I think you would agree, you know, we both, but we could both get the bartend too, which is awesome. So we get to talk, you know, directly with the guests, uh, you know, when we are behind that bar um, and we have those hotels right across the street. So guess what? We get a lot of people that are traveling that may not be, you know, craft beer drinkers or whatnot, but we get to talk to them. Um, and we get obviously a lot of people that are craft beer drinkers that specifically mm-hmm. stay at those two hotels that are right across the street from us because they know we're right over there and it's yeah. great. Yeah, I think that's a great thing is that, any person that comes in will have something that they'll like and 
I'm, I know like one of my favorite things when I'm like speaking with a customer is they'll come in thinking they like one beer and I'll be like, well, would, would you like to try something else? What flavor profiles do you like? You know, they automatically assume dark beers are very heavy. So when I give them a beer that's dark and it's not heavy, or I give them a very light colored beer that's a stout, like our white stout, it's just like blowing their mind because it's something that they're so not used to. Sure. And it's just like giving them more knowledge and they're so appreciative of it. And it's, it's cool to like mm-hmm. help develop their mindset about beer in general. But still, whenever they come in, we have something that they'd like. Our menu, yeah. you know, runs a gamut of beers, and, and that's why I think a lot of people do like that. It's, it's you can go from you know your introductory craft beer drinkers to people that like something much different, and we we have it all for them. So. Well, it's so funny because people are like, if it's a dark beer, mm-hmm. they just instantly don't like it. Yeah, they right? don't want to even try. I don't it. want to try it. Yeah, and when Rod and Dave Foreman were on, they were just like, that's the one piece of advice they wanted to give beer drinkers was just like experiment and try new things. Yeah, and don't be so dependent on color. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it could be a light drinking, darker beer. It could be a light drinking, darker beer. And I think a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, are finding that out. And it's our job to to, to, to go and uh, uh, coach and, and, and teach them on, on craft beer. So, um, you know, it um, that's where it helps. You know, we do something that we do that's pretty cool. Um, um, we, we've done beer schools. Uh, we do, we've done beer schools for the staff, obviously, where our brewer will come in and uh, teach the staff, you know, all about the brewing process and our beers that we'll have on. Um, and so then they can download that to the staff. And then we also offer, what, the, is it the first Monday or the second Monday of the month? that we do um, the b- second Monday of the month we do beer school and it's open to the public so anybody that wants to come um, you know we do it for a lot for our accounts that we uh, t- uh, distribute to um, where we go and uh, um, um, Patrick uh, our brewer will go and, and teach them all again about the brewing process so that when they have our beer on tap though the staff will know all about it and it's uh, it's been it's been great you know, I think we've had a pretty good reception for it. We just had uh, the anchor in and Hammond. The, she brought, um, I think, like 10 of her employees in. No so way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. And it's great. They stay for lunch, too. You know, they get to try the food and whatnot. Yeah. So it's, I would they, love like, to really put, get to know about it. Hell, yeah. I would love to put the whole staff here through that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that would yeah, be a be lot awesome. of fun. You we'll film that. Should. That'd be yeah, great. For sure. yeah. So yeah. Um, it's it's very informative. And it's a fun time. And it's very relaxed. You know, we provide the beer, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, go through it. You, you go through six, seven different from beers uh, that Patrick yeah. has brewed. He'll go through every single one. He'll go and give a brewery tour. It's it's a great time. I mean, yeah. it, you know, and it's free. It's absolutely mm-hmm. free. This is for, you know, our, our accounts or, you know, guests just to, to know what, what's going on in the brewing industry. And it's a little bit more in depth than yeah. I would say just like a normal brewery tour because those are a little bit more, you know, entertaining and to see the equipment. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, broad, whereas these like beer schools, you can really dive in and ask specific questions. Yeah. Well, your um, so barrel really system is huge, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like a, it's already different from any other tour. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of places, you go and you're like, all right, you walk into one room, and you're like, all right, seen the whole tour, and then you're out. <laughs> yeah, you, know, right? you guys yeah. got a ton yeah. of equipment in there. Mm-hmm. You got a, a twenty barrel system um, with uh, two forty barrel fermenters, a twenty barrel fermenter, and then a forty barrel bright. And um, you know, at times it's a little too big. Uh, we we do mm-hmm. wish that we uh, you know had more of a tank farm. You know, maybe some seven barrels. Uh, uh, fermenters over there but we make it work and that's where we do experiment a lot with our mm-hmm. pilot system and it's a three barrel pilot system that we use so it's great you know and that's where um, some of our beers that we uh, our mainstays now like our overdue double IPA uh, started on the pilot system and it 
got great reviews and people loved it so we ramped it up to the big system and that's what you know part of our pilot system obviously mm-hmm. is for so. yeah experimentation seeing what works what people like what they don't like and yeah crazy so well you guys talked a little bit about like the first six months and the adversity of that but was there any kind of other phases of adversity that you guys kind of went through in your time in the first six months um, or or just in general in general, in general. In general i would say because I think from the outside looking in, everything looks yeah. easy. Sure, and right? It's not. it's not. I mean, it's I it's a lot of work. Yeah, I think one of maybe like the bi- biggest like misconceptions is that people equate like the size of our building to what we should be doing, or like you guys have a big building, so you can be doing this, or you can be giving us this, or you should be doing something like this. When like a lot of times they don't correlate at all, but you know people see the size of it. And, you know, that again, that started off as a previous model when they were mm-hmm. speaking, you know, in 2013. Mm-hmm. And we've had to adapt our original model to, you know. What the trends are yeah, now. Yeah, what everything's changing yeah. over time with. And, and what well, has changed? What has changed to make you guys evolve your model? I think just the overall beer trend and just the, the, the overall um, the amount of breweries that keep on popping mm-hmm. up. So, uh, you know, there's limited shelf space. So, you know, our model was built off a of production uh, model. You so know. a straight distro model was yeah, where correct. you guys were really and now we've, we've completely altered that. So originally it was supposed to be 20% tap room, 80% uh, distribution. Well, it's not that. It's it's flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where we're focusing on the tap room and bringing in, um, you know, as many guests as we possibly can. And that's why we have a great chef. You know, um, you can get great beer there. You can get great food great experience we we updated our patio to you know put the two pergolas the music the 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 lighting out there so it's a great place to hang out so um with that you know we've you know with the the trend that is going on with beer now we've we've had to adapt for it and the the, your higher margins are are in your tap room and we've you know we've seen that so um that's not to say that we won't ever you know expand and, and grow our system but at right now what we've learned is that where we're going to make our money is in our tap room, um, so that's where we're focusing on. Um, Just filling it up and filling it up, and, and we try and we fill it up. You know, we, we do. I think I do a pretty good job with that. This summer has been great. I mean, right. we can't uh, can't complain about that. We've seen um, you know year over year a nice uh, um, increase in sales because of that. And our, our beer's gotten better. The food food's always been on point, and we knew that. You know, going in, Chef Brian is phenomenal, killer know. man. He yeah. is killer. I mean, yeah, I think he's doing some of the the, the coolest crazy stuff that you will see in northwest indiana and you know i i gotta give a shout out to him he's he you know him and i you know we we i love working with the guy and i think you do too you know mm-hmm. he's just he's so passionate about yeah, everything super creative i mean yeah. even when we go in there and if, yeah. even if it's not something on the menu and yeah. we're just like oh we kind of like want to yeah. try something yeah. like this he'll just like whip it up for us yeah. and no it's just way. like yeah. phenomenal and it's we're like, like this needs to be on the menu he's like the, i can't put the, everything the, on the menu <laughs> that the, i make the things that he comes up with you know there might not be like certain ingredients that i'm like ah, I, don't, I don't care for that he's like just try it yeah and you try it and it's like wow you know the, the the how the ingredients meld together is just it's insane I mean, it guy, is insane mm-hmm. he's got a palate like none other and and uh I, I i love it i love work with him like our staff is just like wow you know chef brian what, what is he coming up with next mm-hmm. they love when we come out with new menus it's like wow this is awesome what's, what's new that we're going to be able to try and sell and 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 whatnot and and you know our poutine like I, you can't i had a guy the other day i was bartending and he uh he goes, uh, you know, I've tried many poutines in my life. And he goes, 
goes, this is the, uh, the best poutine I've ever had south of the Canadian border. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, so, wow. you know, he came in specifically, got it to go, came in specifically just for our poutine. So, um, and we get that a lot. So. Yeah. Well, I, I, and I met a guy at a party about a month ago, mm-hmm. and we were just talking, and uh, naturally, with when I, when I see people, craft beer comes mm-hmm. up. And one of the things that he was talking about was how much, like, so he works for the railroad in this area, and he has a lot of people coming in, executives from Mm -hmm. out of state, and that he always makes them stay at the hotel across from you guys because he knows the beer is going to be good, he knows the food's great. That's awesome. And so, like, he's just like, he slams that place as much as he can. We appreciate that. Tell him, thank you. (laughs) I mean, even when I'm like bartending or managing, it's it's funny, like, it's almost like we have regular traveling customers because we get a lot of people that travel Monday through Thursday and then they go back home on the weekends but they stay at the hotels right around us every single week so we constantly see them but they're like oh no I live in Michigan actually and it's nice that they're like I specifically request to stay at these hotels so that I could come see you guys and yeah. be Hell around yeah. here especially yeah. walking distance to the hotel it's like beautiful nice and safe <laughs> yeah, yeah you can sit at the bar drink three or four yeah, beers yeah. and then like be not driving home yeah. <laughs> yeah. right exactly and we've even started doing room service for the Hampton Inn right across no the street no way yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's picked up a lot so we uh we'll go and we've got our menu over there they'll call it in we'll place the order and we'll we'll walk it on yeah, over to you know, it's like, could it be easier yeah. and it, you know it benefits both of us does, i mean the so. hotels have been really awesome do you make colin go and do that <laughs> <laughs> if you if you he keeps up his attitude yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Colin, yeah. service yeah. Close. Okay. <laughs> We love going and sending Colin to Indy and then being like, oh, by the way, we sneak it in. We don't tell him this. Oh, by the way, when you're done with that, you got to drive back and go to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Double yeah. yeah. Well, because we were distributing. So we go through Indiana Bev for all of northern Indiana for our distributor, but we were self-distributing in Indianapolis for quite a while, probably the past year and a half. Yeah. Um, and then in Chicago as well. And we've recently made the decision to remove ourselves from Indy right now just because we we just don't have the manpower to yeah. keep up with it, to service the accounts correctly. Um, so he's been going down there, getting like empty kegs. <laughs> then yeah. we'll come back and so be like, oh, fun. yeah, by you the gotta, way, gotta, you got to go to Chicago You got to go to Chicago, right too. And he shakes his head. <laughs> but I love giving he's Cal great. a lot. He is. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good guy. I love giving him a hard time. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are talking distro, and uh-huh. I, I mean, I think the one thing that's very clear, no matter even if you've had the beer or not, is that your label game is on point. I mean, the, Thank you. the cans are fantastic, yeah. and there's a lot of the Chicago symbolism in them, I mean, yeah. because of the Shy PA in particular, but I feel like that kind of, that shadowy kind of feel resonates in a lot of your beers, right? Yeah. From a labeling mm-hmm. side. So if, can you talk a little bit about that, Angie, since you're on the marketing side of it? Um, well, even like the very first line of beers that we can, we kind of made them symbolic of the area that we're in so a lot of times people would be like oh it's called shy pa you're not in chicago and we're like yes we know um but you know chicago is very close to us i mean i grew up going there my dad still works there and you know it's very close and that's a lot of times what we're associated with on a grand scheme you know you think about like northwest indiana people are like oh so like kind of chicago and yeah it's like yeah. i mean they are different places um but i mean getting back to the labels yeah, we had like this first line of labels that were all like, you know, the cityscapes. And then we had the Chupacabra, which is was a little bit um, more different for us. It was more like patterns with an actual Chupacabra or what we imagine it to be like. <laughs> um, and then we have a new series of cans coming out with our Cryo the Hop, which we're doing a series of all 
um, single cryo hop beers. So the very first one was all Citra cryo hop. So we have we just finalized those labels. Actually, I think they're going to be really cool and awesome. different from a lot that you see on the shelves right now. It's just, it's a really awesome concept that we, I wish I could talk we, about right we now. We love the matte finish on it. Yeah, so we we're love, actually going to yeah. kind of be going away from the the um, what, what would you say the the glistening of this and where it's going to go more of a matte finish yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. but gonna we're going to keep like a matte is sharp though it is that's a sharp move yeah. i think it's it's what's it's kind of in it's really mm-hmm. in i mean you can look yeah. at our crawler labels right. like i love it finish. like yeah. specks of metallic in there or, yeah awesome so yeah i think these this next line will be really cool so you said the cryo hop so for people who don't understand what does it what is a cryo hop so what they do is with the hop, they, they cryogenically freeze it. They take off the vegetative matter from it. That all falls out. And then you've got the, the resinous lupulin uh, that's inside. So it's the more potent stuff. So, you know, the outer shell of it's going to have a different uh, uh, taste to it. It's like the foliage of the leaf. You got it. Yeah. yeah. So that that's taken off. Um, and, and so now you can get certain hops, you know, and I like to call them the sexy hops uh, in the, the, uh, the, the cryo hops. So you so like Citra. Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, Equinot. Um, Amarillo? I, I don't know if Amarillo's in there. I don't think Amarillo's in there yet. Which one? Flora. So, um, so we're going to do a series with that. Um, all cryo, you know, single hop beers, you know, so that way you can really, you can really, you know, tell, you know, what, you know, obviously what the hop is that's in there. You know, every hop gives off a different characteristic. So, you know, our, our cryo uh, citra hop uh, uh, APA, we add lactose in it too, you know, so it's has a little sweetness, very little bitterness towards the back end and everything. An easy drinking beer. Um, and you can really find the passion fruit, the grapefruit in it. Uh, the lychee um, and that's what we want you know our, our consumers you know so they can really pick out their flavors from the hops so awesome well when you're talking about trends mm-hmm. in hop right i mean you yeah. kind of go from the floral to this the fruity-esque yeah. right it's kind of mm-hmm. the spectrum yeah um is there a trend for byway when it comes to those hops is there something that the listeners can kind of like say okay well if i try these beers it's going to be more floral mm-hmm. or is it going to be more fruity or what which i think we're going with the more the, the more citrus aspect of the the hop spectrum we see that that, that for us that that's what what sells really well um, and when we so when we do those uh, those are our you know better selling beers we've tried the the other ones um, you know Equinot um, I don't think gives off too much citrus uh, on that and it did okay when we did um, that beer we actually did a collaboration uh, beer with uh, People's Brewery um, with all Equinot hops and it did okay for us um, wasn't you know the best but it, it was a good beer it was it was it was a good solid beer so I think you'll see more on our end more citrus style um, beers coming out um, we'll play with other stuff but that's the direction that we're cool going. the so. citrus style is what got me into craft beer really it was the first one was 18th Street Steel with the devil okay that yeah. beer in particular it's like it's loaded beer. with them you know mm-hmm. citrus yeah. in particular uh citra and so um i know like zombie dust is part of that mode and it yeah. did like the uh, creativity of it and it's yeah. kind of like jumped that was like the first craze that got me into it sure um but like the whole thing is just like incredible and i know i had like my i love the shy pa because to me it's like the most drinkable ipa on the market it's it in is, my opinion it, it really yeah, it's is. not it's, overly bitter towards the end when i first you know started getting into beer i was really not a fan of ipas because all of the ones i tasted were so overly bitter that you know you're tasting them for the next like half hour after yeah. you drink one and then i had this and i was like this isn't like anything that i've ever had before like yep. i think i like certain ipas yeah. and then it you know it 
developed into me knowing which types of hops I like and you you know really becoming like a beer geek I guess nice um, but yeah I really I love the character of it and you get all that hoppiness and the aroma and up front and then it drops off pretty quickly but it's still you know hazy double dry hop yeah, juicy it's, it's a juicy beer and you get that tangerine notes from it but it's well balanced the yeah, thing you know Pat- uh, yeah. Patrick's beers you know he he makes very well balanced sessional beer sessionable mm-hmm. beers uh, you know and that's by design um, and, and and it's what we like to drink you know we've seen that it's what our consumer likes to drink and, and they've done well and this the shy pa um it's you know our best-selling beer for a reason it's a good beer it really is it's a great beer you know um, and it's it's gone through a couple of different iterations um and now we're down to four hops in it and uh um it's done very well for us you know with with the changes that we've done mm-hmm. so you know trying to go towards more what the beer trend is sure and you guys are doing that and you guys uh, you guys have a, a hazy that you just put out right um, well, well, you did. We, we, did. we talked off air we, about we, it. We, <laughs> we, we did, uh, and that's that's the cry of the hop. Uh, you know, it was originally supposed to be a New England IPA, and uh, the haze fell out from it. So uh, it's more of an which is we, an effect of the cry of hops. So, but you know, it's it's done well for us. It's uh, um, we've we've toned it down a little bit to make it more of an APA. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's going to be a clear beer. Um, there's still you know we so we have a beer panel and there's still a lot of uh people on our beer panel that will go and be like i you know i don't get all this whole haze you know uh uh, fad and everything they want their beer crystal clear yeah because at one point being a brewer was all about the clarity yeah Yeah. all about the clarity and everything so so you know uh, you know our brewer is still a he's a he's a lager guy and you know uh, he he obviously, you know, he's going to brew what's going to sell and everything, but he, you know, he, he likes his crystal clear, you know, well-finished beers and everything where you can't hide any flaws. So, um, you know, uh, that's the, 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 you know, we, we know what the direction of the, the, the beer industry is going, so we're going to brew still what, what the industry wants. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the APA style. Mm-hmm. I think that's an undervalued style mm-hmm. at this point, and especially the, the white stout you guys did in the collab yeah. with Docs. I'm, like, dying for another one of those. That, that's phenomenal. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Uh, actually, I think that'll be on at one of the Docs locations for a Black Wednesday event. No yeah, we, re- we reserved just a couple of the barrel age version we don't have any of the barrel age right now we're gonna have to wait until next year for that probably but we have a couple six holes that'll probably head over to them damn i can't wait for that that's gonna be on my calendar um one of the things we talked about um in the facebook live before the podcast was how much just events you guys do Mm -hmm. and i want to kind of talk a little bit about that too because it is insane from an event side of things you guys are definitely leading the charge in that it seems like you guys have got something going on every weekend so in our uh, the events uh absolutely we we are always doing something with that um when we when we started uh byway um you know we knew that we wanted to do events we didn't know in what how you know what capacity we were going to do them how often we were going to do them but we wanted to do them um so we we created some space in the production area where we were going to do events um with that it's kind of morphed into something much bigger than we we anticipated uh, which has been great for us um so ellen uh you know uh, angie's mom uh heads our uh events really as a full family we really keep uh yeah we keep it in the family and, and she does a phenomenal job because uh, if it wasn't uh, her doing it we were going to have to do it and i think we'd be oh uh, my god pulling we'd, our hair out we'd, right we'd now. be scrambling she, yeah. she did some um, 
telling. We we get every single day. We get three to four phone calls of an event, yeah. and uh, she and that doesn't even count the amount of emails that she gets mm-hmm. from it. Um, I mean, it's a full time forty plus hour a week job. You oh know? yeah, you know that's you know she's she's dealing with um, you know our, our guests and making sure that you know she's tailoring the event towards you know what they want. So um, you know we 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 talked before where we've done weddings, we've done. Um, bridal showers. We've the done baby showers. Baby showers. My brother did his uh, baby shower. My brother had twins, so he did his twin baby shower over there. Couldn't yeah, God bless twins, his soul, dude. right? Couldn't I imagine. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. So, uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we do uh, uh, retirement parties. We just did a retirement party. We do a lot of corporate events. Um, you know, uh, you know, BP's done a lot of events mm-hmm. uh, at, uh, at our place. Uh, Ford has. Um, it's just it. it it doesn't matter what it is, you know, we can do an event at yeah. Byway. We try to accommodate pretty much everybody. Yeah. I mean, we've had really large, like, you know, holiday parties where they'll buy out the entire space. Prime, and, yeah, Prime Real know. Estate did their, really? uh, they did their uh, uh, Christmas party there. Um, and it was uh, like close to 200 people. I wanted to say they rented out the whole place. Yeah, they, filled they filled the place up. Um, the school city Hammond did um, their after party for their e-learning. They rented out the whole space, and uh, um, we shut down for the day. And they had their uh, their after party at our place. So I mean, we're we're very accommodating. We'll we'll do whatever you know if it if it makes sense for you know us and them. We'll we'll do it. You know, we'll entertain the idea. And uh, we have a full catering menu. Um, we're going to start actually doing outside catering. Uh, we've been getting a lot of requests for that. So, uh, you know, we'll go and they can either pick up the, the food and, and uh, take it to where they need it to go, or we'll go and drop it off at their place. So, you know, the, wow. the sky's the limit with that. I mean, we do we do a lot. And again, that, you know, kudos to, to Chef Brian. You know, we, we put a little extra pressure on him with all these parties, you know, when that food's got to go out at 7 p.m. on a Friday night and we got a full <laughs> tampon with the patio full. Brian, you know, you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> might want to avoid uh, uh, going in the kitchen that time. But uh, he does a he does a phenomenal job, and we we you know we get a lot of compliments on that. So awesome! Yeah. Well, that yeah. is like it sounds like you guys have so much growth in so many different areas, yeah. and it's hard to almost keep up with, yeah. right? Because you got to throw resources at it eventually. We do. Otherwise, it's like you're just going to be one person operating it, and then it's like you can only have so much of a cap and how you can grow, right? Yeah, right. yeah. But we we we've been you know year over year we keep on growing. You know, events kept on growing tap room sales distribution sales everything awesome. keeps on growing right now which is awesome you know you know it's i mean it's a tough environment out there you know and we try to you know we want to make sure that anytime anybody comes in there you know we're giving them the best possible experience that they can that they you know can can have you know i think we're very appreciative of anybody that wants to spend their their money on on us you know so uh with that we we try to go and make sure that their experience is is great so oh yeah, yeah. um i was going to mention too uh the social media game you guys have been killing it oh that's, goodness. that's all oh, angie i love yeah. the pictures yeah. the pictures are awesome you tag us in it every one every time yeah. and I, I love it and i, I love it yeah yeah <laughs> you know sometimes my schedule for the week gets a little thrown off but yeah i try to you know you do a good mix of different beers that we're coming out with and food items awesome. and different events we're doing i mean we've been doing these um, yoga and beer classes that have just been going over so well we do them out on our um, front lawn right now awesome and yeah. then in the winter we do them in the back production area and yeah they just they you know people come in they do an hour of yoga and then they get a beer afterwards you and know food. and food yeah, <laughs> yeah what's better than that yeah. so i mean i'm definitely trying to do more um 
you know, social events within the brewery that are open to everybody. We're doing, you know, the paint and beer nights, and there's a couple other things that are coming up. We have quite a few bands. Um, we, we've seen that, you know, so the first year, after the first year, you know, um, you know, they, you know, the guests want to make you work for your, you know, for your place and everything. And we, I think we got a little stale and, and, uh, you know, I remember me and Angie were talking, we're like, you know, Biley just seems to like, eh, right now, what are we going to do to get people in here? So I think we've done a nice job and you've done a phenomenal job on, on going and, and keeping Byway relevant and, and, you know, with all these events that we keep on doing, it keeps it, you know, us in the, you know, the mind of, of the consumer. And that's, that's been great. And we've seen great return on that. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've we do a lot of things with the South Shore Convention Center. It's yeah. right across the street from us, and they've been phenomenal. I mean, I do a lot um, with the Brewery Trail app, and I mean, any, everybody should download it if they're into breweries in the yeah. area. Definitely download the Brewery Trail app because it, I mean, it showcases every brewery around here, their menu, any events they have coming up. It's a really great tool. Um, things with the South Shore Arts we've been doing, and you know, obviously, I like to like support local places. So everywhere from you know, getting our coffee from Small Town Coffee yeah. Co. for our beers, you know, yeah. it, it makes a difference because, you know, the support for a small business is We try to keep everything, important. you know, when we can, try to keep it local and keep it within the community. And, you know, we just, our, our hog roast, we donated back to uh, um, the Hammond uh, Fire Department, uh, the Hammond, uh, Hammond Police Department. So we try to keep everything local and give back to the community when we can. Yeah, so. because they've helped us so they much have, and, yeah. you know, made things really nice for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Brie from Cafe Fresco down the street. She was talking. Well, she was on the Talk Local podcast like a couple months ago, and she said something that was like incredible. And it's like I think people forget about it. It's like if you are community driven and you are like really trying to show it, people won't let you fail. No, mm-hmm. they won't. If you really right. do care, right? Yeah, you know, right. absolutely. I mean, so it's like it's an awesome thing to see that, you know, because yeah. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, that's the backbone of any successful relate like business. Yeah, is right. the philanthropy and like the serving of the customer. It's a little mm-hmm. bit of both. Absolutely. Know? I mean, I could every day when I'm going to work, I could just as easily go to a chain coffee shop, but I choose to stop at Sip because I mean, one, I love their product. Yeah, it's in a yeah. really cute area you pass a really awesome like graffiti and mural every day so you're, you're talking there. about the highland sip yes yeah. the highland okay, nice, sip yes nice. um and you know they, your way <laughs> <the crumb one. laughs> you, why are you late again some of the crumb one and the highland one on the way yeah. i really want to show my support yeah. um but yeah i mean it's just it's little things like that you know and i'd, I'd much rather spend my money in a local business yeah i think that that's something big that we we prefer to go and spend our money somewhere local give back to the community i mean people are spending our, their money at our place you know yep. we, we want to give back you know to wherever we can so and it's it's paid off right mm-hmm. yeah. so do you have any events coming up that people can be aware of so we have the one year anniversary here magazine party going on next thursday september 6th so that's from 5:30 to 9. You have to buy tickets, um, but I mean, you get food and beer, and there's a DJ and live T-shirt screen printing there, and it should be a really great time. And the magazine, I mean, it's really beautiful. You should pick it up. It's free yeah. at a bunch of places around town, but they've done a really awesome job with it. And then also, and we'll be there. Awesome. We, the local 209 crew will be there. So I will be awesome. there too. Awesome. <laughs> running around crazy. Yeah, yes, sure. running yeah. around. I'm sure. 
And then also Saturday, September 29th is our third Oktoberfest, where this year we're kind of going back to the first model where we're going to have a bunch of traditional German food. We won't have our normal menu that day, but trust us, come out for the German food. It It is definitely Uh, worth it. We'll play the same four songs, uh, Oktoberfest songs on repeat. Yeah, it's like we did the first year. That was was a big hit. Roll out the barrel. We might have done some more points about that. Roll out the barrel. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll have a band um, from 7 to 10 p.m. at night, all ages. Um, so definitely come out for that. We'll have $4 pints of our Pilsner and a new Oktoberfest beer all day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that'll, that'll be It'll a be fun a good time. time. Let's pray for good weather. So open yeah. up the garage doors that day. So mm-hmm. have some patio seating. Yeah. And you have a Labor Day thing coming up, right? Yes, for Labor Day. Gosh, I keep forgetting it. It's this sorry. weekend. Uh, um, yeah. So this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're open all days for normal business hours, including on Labor Day. But Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're going to have $4 Shipea pints. And then also 25% off any crowler fills. So we don't do growler fills anymore, <laughs> but crowler <laughs> fills. With the C. With the C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be having 25% percent off so grab some beers before any of your festivities awesome um usually i try to end on something a little light not that this hasn't been light the entire time (laughs) but um have you guys ever tried to experiment with beers inside the tap room do you ever mix any like a franken beer that you would would recommend yeah Yeah, actually it's Mm -hmm. funny they bring that so we we call it the sammy shandy uh we have our (laughs) orange wheat that we mix with uh the salad sam pellegrino blood orange uh kind of like a a, a shandy ask a beer and everything and it's been phenomenal really it's so refreshing Uh, yeah I think all the uh, uh, we've been helping them out because we keep on picking up <laughs> yeah. all of our, our. They can't keep up with our supply. So, Sam Pellegrino, yeah, like, what's going on in Hammond? Yeah, right now? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've done wonderful with that. So we uh, we do, you know. And then for the football season, uh, Angie's dad Dave is a big uh, Purdue college football fan, and he wants to. Oh, God bless him. Yeah, wants <laughs> uh, wants to do a, a Dave bloody. Mary uh, with our Goldblatts um, and, and kind of spice it up with some uh, peppers in the keg and, um, you know, create his own, uh, have Chef Brian create his own Bloody Mary mix and do a, a beer beer Bloody Mary. And we've done uh, beer Moses too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, there's different things that we have done and uh, we're actually looking at, um, it's not finalized yet, I don't even know if I should say this, but uh, we're looking at doing a brunch on Sunday. So, Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we have a few things down the pipeline that yeah. should be interesting and yeah. fun and exciting. It'll you know. be it'll be cool. And I'll tell you what: if anyone's been to uh, our Mother's Day lunch, they can our uh, brunch. They can attest to that. Our chef yeah. creates he a phenomenal oh, brunch completely menu. Completely new brunch menu. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah. So and it, I love brunch. Yeah, and brunch does my favorite thing in the world. Brunch, yeah, like so anyway, I can eat a bigger meal yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. When I wake up, I'm in. Yeah. So. so so we're looking at doing that on Sundays. Uh, we found uh, once uh, the football season starts, uh, uh, we don't think craft beer drinkers ever um, uh, like coming to uh, breweries anymore. We our sales on Sundays kind of hurt a little bit, but people love brunch, so we're gonna we might try that out. So awesome! Well, yeah. I'll definitely check that out. I know one thing I'd yeah. like to do is start featuring all the brunches around the area. Cool, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, awesome. Um, anything to kind of leave the listeners with, where you can uh, find you. 
2825 Carlson Drive, <laughs> Hammond, Indiana. We basically live yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you can find either of us there at basically. Yeah, anywhere. right off the Kennedy uh, <laughs> Avenue Expressway, goes uh, on 8094, goes south. Uh, we're right across the street from the convention center. Um, the big blue building is what I like to say. A lot so, of people think it's a garage. Yeah, but it's, but it's not. It's, 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 it's not a garage. So, And on Saturday mornings, you'll find Bronco uh, cutting the grass. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Swing by. Every yeah. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> we like to throw stuff at him when he's cackling <laughs> from the road. <laughs> so uh, we have fun. Yeah, we it's a good fun. time. And uh, yeah, come on by. Love to have you on everything. If you haven't tried it, uh, if you haven't tried this for a while, I can guarantee you it's different. So, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. Well, every time I'm in the area, I'm dropping by to at least uh, to have food and the beers. Uh, you know, usually it's around lunch, so I can't have the beers too much. Otherwise, sure. like things get out of control yeah. for the rest of the day. Um, like today, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, cheers. <laughs> but um, no, it's awesome. And you can find it at Byway Brewing across all platforms, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Yeah. And yes. that's one word, everywhere. Byway. Yes. Yeah. B-Y-W-A-Y. Yeah. 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 Not B-Y-E. Yeah. 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 Um, but again, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, you guys can find us at Local 209 across all platforms. Um, and if you have any questions or concerns, email Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh. And if you're ever at the brewery, ask for Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I stop in, you like both of you are always in like point A to B going. There's no it's, it's stopping. Never, it never yeah. stops. Yeah. It's awesome. So, well, thanks again for coming on, guys. Appreciate thanks it. For thanks for having us. Thanks for having the food in. Appreciate it. Yep. Oh, hey. that was oh, horrible. That was you should have seen their miss on their high five. <laughs> that yeah. That's why really, it's audio, Phil. Yeah. You're really not trying to say that. Don't tell us. Yeah. Um, and cheers. Take care. Thank you.